The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. Now that very day, the first day of the week, two of Jesus' disciples were going to a village seven miles from Jerusalem called Emmaus, and they were conversing about all the things that had occurred. And it happened that while they were conversing and debating, Jesus himself drew near and walked with them. But their eyes were prevented from recognizing him. So he asked them, what are you discussing as you walk along the way? They stopped, looking downcast. One of them, named Cleopas, said to him in reply, Are you the only visitor to Jerusalem who does not know of the things that have taken place in these days? And he replied to them, What sort of things? And they said to him, The things that happened to Jesus, the Nazarene, who was a prophet, mighty in word and in deed before God and all the people, how our chief priests and the rulers both handed him over to a sentence of death and crucified him. But we were hoping that he would be the one to redeem Israel. Besides all this, it is now the third day since this took place. Now some women from our group, however, have astounded us. They were at the tomb early this morning and did not find his body. They came back and reported that they had seen a vision of angels who announced he was alive. Then some of those with us went to the tomb and found the things just as the women had described, but him they did not see. And he said to them, Oh, how foolish you are! How slow of heart to believe all that the prophets spoke! Was it not necessary that the Christ should suffer these things and so enter into his glory? Then, beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he interpreted to them what referred to him in all the scriptures. And as they approached the village to which they were going, he gave the impression that he was going on further. But they urged him, stay with us, for it is nearly evening and the day is almost over. So he went in to stay with them. And it happened that while he was with them at the table, he took the bread, said the blessing, broke it and gave it to them. And with that, their eyes were opened and they recognized him but he vanished from their sight. Then they said to each other, were not our hearts burning within us whilst he spoke to us on the way and opened the scriptures to us? So they set out at once and returned to Jerusalem where they found gathered together the 11 and those who were with him saying, the Lord has truly been raised and has appeared to Simon. Then the two recounted what had taken place on the way and how he was made known to them and the breaking of the bread, the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Have a seat. I got three added to the procession today. I know that I missed the fourth, and it's because half of our clothes went to the cleaners. I didn't have anything to dress them in. But, big lads, why are you wearing funny clothes? Because you just got baptized. Why white? What did we dress you in Saturday night? White gowns. Why white? What's white sign? Yeah. Baptism. What does baptism do? To do. Inside us. It washes sins away. Baptism washes sins away. 
And when your clothes go in the washer, all brown and dirty, how do they come out? Clean. Clean. White, or at least lighter, not with the brown stuff. Obviously, mine didn't make it to the cleaners yet. We'll put that in the next loaf. So we dress them in white to show that they're clean. Now, teachers, I hope at least the last two days, they've been behaving sufficiently not to have bust up Saturday night. One wasn't dressed, but came in two. Mason, what happened to you? You were confirmed, all right? So on Saturday night, people were baptized. They had their sins washed away. They were confirmed, which is a kind of a funny word to use this way. Do you remember what the words were I said when I put the oil on your head? Any of it? Be sealed with the gift of the Holy Spirit. What's a seal? Not like our part, but what's a seal here? When you close something, like an envelope, right? So how, we seal envelopes now by licking sticky stuff, right? And it keeps it closed. In the old days, we didn't, uh, they didn't have sticky stuff like that, so we'd use wax from a candle. You'd pour the wax over in important people, or important places, it's very vexing, um, would have a, a kind of a stamp that they would put inside the wax. This is, like, this is what passwords were like before computers. So the way you knew nobody had looked at your mail was that the seal hadn't been broken. Why would I be trying to close you guys up? And why would I think I could close you up with oil or with spirit? With oil or with spirit? Do you have a guess? Go for it. No, we just, we just like trying. That's good. That's good. Keep, keep doing it. So the idea is something like this. Baptism, confirmation, and Holy Communion, they're all of a piece. We space it out for most of us when we're baptized as littles for long and kind of complicated reasons that Father's not going to go into right now. But, but the idea is that what confirmation does is it sort of seals, seals the envelope of your soul. Like licking that sticky shut so that we know when you break open, when the good stuff comes out, we can authenticate. We can verify, like a password, it comes from the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit's given to you so that then when you act, you act in the person of Jesus. We do this all together, best, most, perfectly, here at Mass. The priest acts in the person of Jesus, the head, and we all act as Jesus' body. That's why when I lean over the elements, I don't say, take this all of you and eat of it, for this is Jesus' body. What do I say? For this is my. Well, it's not Father PJ's body, is it? Eating me is not going to help you at all. Plus, I wouldn't taste her. No. No, it's Jesus' body, and it's because we can see, because Kate and Brady and Mason and the others, because they came to see the same thing that Cleopas and the other disciple, who's not named, saw in today's gospel. They came to see the presence of Jesus in the breaking of the bread. That is in the Mass, in the Eucharist. From the very beginning, the church saw that Jesus was present here in a way he's not present anywhere else. And that in some mysterious way, the reason that he's able to be present here, like this, is because he's not present 
like this. Because what happens the moment they recognize him in the breaking of the bread? What did he do? He disappeared. He disappeared. They recognized that this would be the ordinary way that he would make himself present to us. These guys recognized it, and they saw it, and they wanted it so much, they said, I gotta be a part of that. Even though it came at some real cost. Right, boys? There were um, 11 or 12 others that did the very same thing that night. Little people and big people alike, Sierra's mom did the same thing that night. Because over time they came to see, this isn't just something that father does or father's real interested in. This isn't just like, like religion's some kind of special hobby that we have on Sundays or something. This actually matters. And it changes everything. That sermon that St. Peter gave in the first reading, that sermon that St. Peter gave in the first reading showed the power that this all had in their lives at the beginning. Because, because people's lives started changing because of the resurrected Jesus. Sick people weren't sick anymore. Crippled people weren't crippled anymore. Dead people got up and walked again, just like Jesus. And that stuff still happens today. Often in subtle, more mysterious ways. And, and because it doesn't happen in the same way to everybody, sometimes we're tempted to say, well, maybe this isn't all real, right? But I can tell you, since I've been here, just here at this church, and I was at other ones before that, I've seen people come in there who were so messed up, they were never, ever going to stop the bad stuff they were doing, and it stopped. And I've seen people come here on First Friday sit who left well. One time... And if you're very good, maybe next Halloween I'll tell you the story. One time, I think I even saw a dead person get up and walk around. This stuff still happens. And it happens because we're able to focus ourselves here on his presence in the breaking of the bread.